Welcome to Speaking of Partnership, the show that brings you the personal partnership stories of experts from all walks of life so you can turn their stumbling blocks into stepping stones to healthy, long-lasting partnerships. I'm your host, Ken Bechtel. You know that the partnership game is not easy, but it is beautiful. If you find you're struggling with attracting or maintaining partnerships, go to speakingofpartnership.com right now, click on the big red Tell Me More button, and start creating your ideal partnership today. Now, let me introduce you to today's guest. I am super excited about today's show as every one of our guests from this week has provided us with bonus material. This is what we call Follow Your Yes Friday. In the 20 years that I've been doing research and working with partners and, and, and relationships and men and women, one of the things that I've found missing in many partnerships is, well, we tend to forget or maybe we just neglect to follow our intuition or what I call our yes, that gut feeling that tells us, here's what your next step is. Instead, what happens is we we tend to be in our partnerships and we're operating solely from our head. We're analyzing everything. We're disregarding just what our gut's telling. Sometimes we do pay attention. We we recognize that yes, that, that instinct, and we start to follow it. But here's the trick. We tend to not really own it. We don't defend it. We don't we don't set our boundaries with conviction. And this results in us abandoning our yes. We ultimately end up proceeding in our partnerships based on somebody else's yes. They put theirs on the table and we just go, oh yeah, that's good. And we go with theirs. What we're going to look at today, I've asked every one of our guests about their yes. Not just when they followed their yes, but also when they haven't. What happened when they didn't follow their yes? They didn't follow that gut feeling that said, oh, this is what you need to do next, and instead went strictly off their intellect and their analyzer and said, nope, nope, that doesn't pencil. I'm going to keep on this path. We've got information from every single guest that you heard this week that's going to help you understand the power of following your yes. Now, here we go. Jeff Lawton joined us on last week's show, and and he reminded us that no matter how much the outside world and your mind is saying no, 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 your yes will not shut up. Jeff, I, I would love it if you would help us to just share a couple of quick examples of how important it is to follow your yes. And where I'd like to start is actually a time when you didn't follow your yes. Maybe at the time you didn't even know you had a yes. But looking back, you're like, wow, that, that was so clear. How did I miss that? Tell us what happened. What What is it that you, you missed? And then how did that move forward? How did that transpire? Well, the one that comes immediately to mind is that when I, I knew in high school and in college, I knew that even though I had some really, really strong attractions to things like journalism and theater, those were both passions of mine. I knew from a pretty young age that I had this gift for being able to um, feel people a pretty, in hindsight, an amazing access to my intuition, even as a kid. And so I had this draw to want to help people and 
to be some avenue where they could love themselves more. And um, when I was looking at what I was going to do after college, I knew that I wanted to do therapy. And I kind of had an inner an internal knowing that even though I was a bit fried from undergrad that I should go right into grad school and I talked myself out of it you know kind of in hindsight seeing you know there's momentum that could have happened and I don't regret that I didn't listen to that in that the way my life has unfolded is way bigger than anything I could have imagined, you know, at 22 or 23. But it was a strong, I should do this. And then I took the detour, ended up going into corporate, a corporate job that I said, it'll only be for a year, only be for a year. And it turned into 16 years. And uh, again, I've, I have minimal regrets about it, but it definitely took me into a great deal of unhappiness and, uh, and, and a bad road that nearly killed me, literally and figuratively. So that would have been nice to have listened to that, yes. Yeah, hindsight's always twenty twenty, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, let's flip this around then, Jeff. Take sure. us to a moment in time when you had a clear yes, and, and not only did you recognize it, but you followed it. Tell us that story. Well, it was um, 1982, and I met this woman who, by every measure was like the total opposite of anybody I thought I'd want to be with that made any kind of practical sense to be with, um, both because of age differences and career differences and the fact that she had a child by a former marriage. And I was 24, and um, interestingly enough, we were introduced, we first met, uh, through my mother. And my mother was so against, I mean, you want to talk about, yes, well, let's just take a quick second. When you're getting no from your family, and especially your mother, at least my mother, um, she'll never go out with you. She'd never, you know, you're too young, blah, 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 blah. So lots of no's from the external. And I knew there was something amazing about this woman. And I started falling in love. And even my heart was a yes. My mind was, but, 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 but the heart just wouldn't let up. And I mean, even more than, than she was able to get to right away, because she was looking at me and how young I was. And I'm in my first job out of college, blah, 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 blah. And like, what the hell am I doing thinking about this guy? And um, my yes just would not shut up. And I'm beyond grateful that I listened to that yes and that that young lady got past her no to her yes. And 34 years later, we're still together. 
That's fantastic. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, it is. It's a great illustration. As you said, there's, there were all these outside influences, including your own mind, saying, no, 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 this can't possibly work. Right. But right. you knew in your bones, yes, it, it, I, I don't know how. I just know this is my next step. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's always been one of the hallmarks for me of listening to intuition. It's almost like I could say, if your intuition makes perfect sense right off the bat, you might want to give it an extra day or two to make sure you're getting the same read over Mm -hmm. and over again. Because my experience is when I've listened to that yes and it's worked out the best, it almost always was ridiculously unreasonable. (laughs) That is an interesting way to look at it. I I agree. I mean, you don't, a, a real yes, really having that guidance and that's all you have doesn't tell you where it's going. Right. And so it seems ridiculous in the moment. But mm-hmm. it's like, but that's it. That's the thing. I don't know what that means and why I need to do this. Yeah. But I do. And you have to actually act on that before you'll see the next one. Yep. And yep. that's just the way it works. It, I mean, it's not like there's a system and it needs to be fixed. It's just the way it works and it requires that trust. Yeah. You get no trailer from coming a track. <laughs> that's a good point. As a movie buff, that was a very good point. Thank you, Jeff. <laughs> Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, thanks for all this. This has been wonderful. My pleasure. On this week's show, Mark Graves joined us, and he reminded us that when you're in alignment with your yes, your truth and your life becomes an expression of your soul. Mark, I would love it if you would help us illustrate. Well, let's start here. Let's start with how, if you don't follow your yes, how that can undermine a partnership. And what I'd love for you to do is tell us a story of a time when, you know, you didn't follow that yes. Maybe maybe you didn't even realize you had one in the moment. But when you look back, you're like, geez, that was so clear. I can't believe I, I you know, paid no attention to that. Tell us what happened and what did it lead to? Man, this one brings up a really interesting one for me. In the previous uh, episode that we did, I told the whole story about my engagement and sort of like how I woke up in the moment that I got engaged. But what's so interesting is, and you can go back to that one just to listen to that to get more context, but about, I was with that girl for five years and about three years before that, I remember I was on a work trip and we were, I was visiting Vancouver, which is now where I live. And I was at this event and they had a palm reader at the event. And the palm reader said to me, you're not gonna be with the person that you're with. You're not gonna marry her. And I was like, nope. And <laughs> I remember three years later when I got engaged and then that engagement ended, thinking back to that moment of like, wow, you knew then intuitively. And so I guess my yes to that would have been choosing what my truth was, you know, and I did not follow it. And man, I can look back, you know, as Steve Jobs says, you only connect the dots when you look back. But I can tell you that when I ended my engagement it was one of the first times I felt in full alignment. And alignment for me means your truth in your life is an expression of your soul. Like what you know to be true. I didn't have any things, you know, like who I was was how I was living. And the cost of not following that is I was out of congruence for three years. You know, when I look at, not only did I take someone else down that path with me, 
right? I had truths that I was aware of and I was afraid. You know, I was doing the best I could at the time, so I don't want to, shame, you know, guilt or shame myself for the past. But I took someone else down that path because I was afraid to have a hard conversation and I was afraid to hurt someone, but indirectly I was hurting them and I was hurting myself. And I think what we don't see, the indirect cost of abandoning our dreams, abandoning our truths, is that we actually abandon ourselves. So we send the message to ourselves that what we want is not important and what we need is not important. And so the very fear we have when we're holding on to partnership or holding on to a space in our life or a situation is the fear of hurting people who are abandoned, being abandoned or rejected, right? Like, I'm not going to pursue that dream because I'm not good enough. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to pursue that dream because no one will listen to me. Shit, I've had that one. I know that <laughs> one well, right? Like, why would anyone listen to me? But what we do in that moment is because of the fear of abandonment or rejection that holds us in the space that's not even fun, even though we know that we want more, is that we actually abandon ourselves. So the very thing we fear, we do. And I think the cost of that, I mean, you just have to read a book like Carolyn Miss's book, Anatomy of the Spirit, and you see, you just measure the level of physiological stress response that we have when our life's in that situation, and you see that that translates to high blood pressure, to chronic stress, to, you know, then goes to disease. So I think there's so many costs to misalignment and not pursuing yeses. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, it's, a, it's really great, great input there. So let's let's just share with the listeners a story of a time when you did pay attention to that yes so not only did you recognize it but you you actually followed it and took action what happened then i mean my career now you know i was working in sales in a hospital i was making really good money and i'd been doing the job for a long period of time i had a great quality of life but it did not feel right i knew that my purpose was to talk about how people connect to help people connect better with themselves and and again in turn with others and I started writing. I started my Instagram in December, two and a half years ago. And I started my website. I went back to school, did positive psychology. And then I started my website in the September. And the first article I shared after my website launched went viral. <laughs> and so I was like thinking to myself, how am I going to make a living? How am I going to do, you know, all the things that go in your head of like, I can't leave my job. This is impractical. Who's going to listen to me? And I said yes to it. And I just started. You know, and I wanted to know, like, what's the domain name I'm going to have? What's the this? How am I going to do that? And you know what we don't see when we're pursuing dreams, any sort of thing, could be ideal relationship, could be anything, is we always think of all the things we're going to lose because they're measurable, because we already have them. But we don't see is all the things we're going to gain. You know, we don't see all the possibilities. We hold on to the plane saying we want to skydive, but we don't see the exhilaration, the beauty, and the way the world just like swallows us up and says, I got you. And you know, the idea is like, I just need to know step one. So you step towards it and maybe that's not it. But intuitively, you've taken a step and figured out that something isn't what you want. So that's valuable information. And we then think we have to start again and then take another step and it's step one again. But it isn't, it's really step three. Because we did step one we didn't like, we took a step towards something else and then again and we've now really expanded ourselves so you know there's so many things that hold us back from dreams and you know the idea of like following your intuition once you're in alignment with it you'll never want to leave it yeah no you're, you're absolutely right and it's it's such a a great way to summarize that is you know once you're there you're like what was i doing <laughs> now i'm addicted to leaping you know i'm like oh i've never done that before 
you know, before I can totally identify with still having the fears of like, I have them all the time. I just step towards them. Mm -hmm. Like Elizabeth Gilbert said is fear is always going to be there. I just bring it along for the ride. Yeah. Yeah. And it, and it, and I love that perspective you gave us of, you know, we can't see the things we don't have yet because we can't measure them. And so we're like, well, how does this way out? You know, pros and cons. I've got all this over here. What am I getting in return? Well, we don't know yet. But okay. when you follow it, every yes leads to another yes. Always, always. Even if it's not what we think we want, it just means we're going in the direction of what we want. Mm -hmm. It's all just valuable information. You know, as Alan Watts says, you know, the world is nothing without contrast. Yep. Yeah, I always I always remember you know that that old saying of if you want to make God laugh, tell him your plans. <laughs> Isn't that so? And it's like yeah, That's and so I told true. that to a friend once. We were on a bike ride, and I don't know what we were talking about, and somehow I, I mentioned that, and they go, "God must laugh a lot." Seriously, right? <laughs> like, Just constant laughter. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Well, this has been great, Mark. Thank you so much for sharing these. Yeah, so much fun. Thanks for having me on here. I really appreciate the time and, and being able to have this platform to share with people. Absolutely. My pleasure. Thank you to all my guests for sharing their stories of the benefits of following their yes. And for you listening, I invite you to take what you just heard about the importance of following your yes and apply it to what you heard this week on the show. Chances are there was something that clicked for you when you were listening to our interviews this week. What I invite you to do is to implement it. It doesn't matter if it's changing a behavior or a belief you've been operating from. Maybe it's looking into one of the resources or books that our guests recommended. Whatever your yes was from the material you heard from our guests this week, take it and act on it. And if you missed any of the interviews this week, simply go to speakingofpartnership.com and enter the guest's name in the search bar. It'll take you directly to the recording of their interview, you can view their show notes and find all the links to the resources they mentioned. Follow Your Yes Friday is all about you taking the next two days and applying something that you learned on the show this week. Follow up on something that caught your attention, where you thought, man, this is good. This, this could really make a difference in my life. Whatever that yes was, this is your compass telling you this is your best path. So follow it. From all of us here at Speaking of Partnership, we invite you to take your yes and take action on it today. Peace. Thank you for listening to Speaking of Partnership. Head over to speakingofpartnership.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. I release a brand new episode every Monday through Friday, so make sure you don't miss a single show. Go to your favorite podcast directory, search for Speaking of Partnership, and click subscribe. Like what you hear? Leave us a rating and review on Stitcher and iTunes. The greatest compliment you can give the show is to refer us to someone else, either in person or on the web. Have a great day, and remember, even when you stumble, you're still moving forward. Peace.